Hello there, my name is Jeff and welcome to episode 36 of the Game Sharks podcast where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, Derek. <laughs> um, oh no. Happy birthday, Derek. Uh, oh, thanks. Happy belated <laughs> birthday. Derek uh, wiping official. the sweat from his brow. Derek, the <laughs> eldest of the main four Game Sharks, uh, bringing us wisdom oh, and knowledge even... through all of his years. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you are. You're the the grandpa of us so <laughs> keep it coming buddy uh yeah and video games today i am joined by derek hello andrew who's derek and first time <laughs> guest ali former hello. not former friend uh old friend <laughs> of mine older friend of derek's Ooh, former friend gonna hang up. Sorry, that's savage uh didn't mean to say that um ali yeah, thank you for joining us this week on the game sharks podcast of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, Ali's here for a very particular reason. He is an esports coach at a high school, correct? That's right. Yeah, um, down in Virginia. So he's going to be talking to us about what that what that is like. And yeah, later on in the episode, we're we're going to go in depth about his experience with that. And yeah, it was going to be a real fun conversation. I'm really excited about it. But. Uh, we have a bit of a time limit on today. We're speed running this podcast. I have to do a fantasy football draft with have uh, to with my uh, in law side of the family, so it's going to be a hoot. So we got to be done here in about an hour forty five. So I think we can pull it off. I think we can fit a whole three hours worth of content <laughs> in an hour and a half. I think so too. Uh, we got no emails <laughs> this week. Believe. We only got two news items. We can briefly touch on what we've been playing. I don't want to go too depth into that, but we're going to start with the news. Uh, first up, we're going to talk about the announcement of the new graphic card from, was it NVIDIA specifically that announced the new cards, correct? Yeah. The 3000 series? Yes. All right. Uh, so I was talking to Andrew a little bit earlier today, and he I had brought up that we were going to talk about this, and he said, is it really that big of a deal? To which I replied, Oh, I didn't. Derek has some words from you. The way that you phrased that makes it seem like I didn't care about it. I was genuinely asking because I do not know if it was uh, a big deal. I didn't mean to make it sound like you didn't like you were dismissive, but yeah, make it seem like you weren't. You didn't realize that it was such a big deal. But as far as I can tell, and Derek and Allie, you two are kind of going to know more about this than myself. But as far as I can tell, it is a huge deal. These new graphics cards compared to the 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 two thousand series, correct? Yeah, it was like a, a bigger leap, I think, to 3,000 than it was from 1,000 to 2,000. Yeah, that's the, I think the big, the big thing is it's like the the leap from 1,000 to 2,000 really wasn't that, like so people still had like 980 Ti's or whatever that were, you know, it was even worth upgrading to a 2,000 series. But now they've definitely given a reason to people who have had those like big high-end cards, like the, the 1080 Ti, even the 2080 Ti to to finally like jump over or people like me who've had a 1070 for the past four years like i i am perfectly happy now to to upgrade uh, to these new cards so are you planning on upgrading when they eventually go on sale yes i am still deciding what i'm going to get though um yeah and... because we have the the 3070 the 3080 and the 3090 are the three that they announced correct yeah, obviously I'm not going to get the 3090 that one. You don't want to get the $1500 graphics card? 
I have no use for that. Come on, Derek, you can swing it. <laughs> I believe in you. Um, yeah, that's like high end, most premium of premium that you could possibly yeah. get. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so you're looking more so at the thirty seventy and the thirty eighty. So, what would be the difference between the two, and what which side are you kind of leaning towards? Besides two hundred dollars, the thirty seventy is five hundred dollars. The thirty eighty is seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I I think. I guess for me, the I'd like to have a thirty eighty just because it does have, uh, you know, it it, it it is a little bit better mm-hmm. spec wise. Um, I It'll think, be a little more future proof. Yeah, it has a little bit more VRAM and um, yeah, it might it just overall will perform better. But I don't think I need something like that, and uh, so that's why I'm like going back and forth between that and the thirty seventy because I think. Uh, like I don't have uh, I don't have a four K monitor that has like a high refresh rate, so you know four K gaming for me would be be wasted. I would you know I'd be using my I have a fourteen forty p with one hundred forty four hertz, so th- that's all I'm doing. And I think the thirty seventy, if that's what I'm going to be doing for the next four years of gaming, then I I see that. You know, maybe maybe the thirty seventy is my uh, the one for me, but unfortunately, I am gonna have to upgrade my entire computer because uh, to to match it. Yeah, my my I skimped out. I think when I got my when I got my CPU, so my and my motherboard. So my CPU is very old and is already kind of bottlenecking with current games. Um, like I have an i five. 6600k i think which was good you know decent enough back in 2016 but uh i think i'm gonna have to upgrade and i can't tell if i want to go with an intel or an amd i'm leaning amd i think at this point yeah i know for a really long time everyone was like intel was the one but in recent years uh amd is kind of caught up and slowly overtaking intel as like the premium uh, cpus right it's like uh, for Ryzen, it's closer to or AMD. It's like the price per performance that you're getting. Yeah. So like you're getting like a two hundred dollar processor from AMD is like a four hundred dollar processor from Intel. Those numbers may be a little skewed, but you get the idea. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it's more of a price like, thing. I'm there's no I'm not buying in a, an i nine. You know, like that's that's just overkill yeah. for for me. I'm not a streamer. I you know I'm I'm not running. I'm not buying a thirty ninety. So it seems that. For mid tier, which is I guess like the the Ryzen is just right now the better bang for your buck. You said you had an i five currently. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. I I've I like go in and out of computer building and specs, and I'm helping <laughs> uh, my wife's cousin build his first computer. He's only 13 years old, and I'm kind of relearning. Uh, what the most modern stuff is, how far we can go back to have still have good performance, but like not break the bank. And now I'm looking at my specs and being like, well, do I need to upgrade stuff soon? Uh, and I, have, <laughs> yeah. I have an i7, and I think I should be, still be good for a little while. I think when I first built my computer, was that back in 2015 when you helped me build it, Derek? Yeah, uh, it was before I built mine. We, yeah, I definitely, I remember CPU was one of the things I definitely put a good amount of money into just to make sure that was going to be good for a while um and then i recently upgraded my graphics card too because i had a uh seven seventy seven eighty 
no 760 some somewhere in the 700s but uh i think i have a 1070 now so yeah i'm not quite at the the 30 level but i don't play games on like the crazy high ultra settings i don't even have yeah. a 4k monitor i just have 1080p monitors so L- listening to you guys talk about all of the things and how little i know about it is very intimidating to, <laughs> to think about like because because you know hearing about it makes me want to be like oh yeah let me i want to i'm gonna upgrade my pc but like i only ever really play league of legends and the occasional steam game so it's like how it's it's like i can't really justify putting in the money for something that i would then like you said also have to put more money into the rest of the parts to match uh and be able to actually utilize that performance so I haven't thought about my PC parts since I built it like two years ago. So, mm. yeah, I mean, so, uh, you'll eventually it, get to a point where you'll notice slowdown. But I think, like, for the level that we and how we interact with our computers, I think specifically you and I, Andrew, are going to be fine. One of the biggest reasons yeah, I exactly. I upgraded my graphics card wasn't for gaming; was for video editing, so that it could yeah. handle like 4K footage and stuff like that, um, multi-layer footage. Um, but yeah. This is pretty cool stuff. Seeing these new ones, the the actual design of it is pretty sleek. I think. Yeah, they are very sleek. I I really like the way they look, especially if you this have time, like a, uh, the fans are on both sides. Oh, snap! So I actually I heard I read something about this the other day, but apparently the last time uh, Nvidia did like this double kind of fan, it had like terrible uh, like cooling abilities. Oh, uh, that's not good. So we'll see how it goes this time. I'm, I'm sure they designed it better. I mean, they yeah. have to what they put on there. But I was gonna say you got to imagine that they would have like knowing that the last time they did this, it didn't go so well. That they put a lot of time into the design of it and like the research to make sure it actually worked well this time around. And, and I want to say historically, the one buying directly from Nvidia isn't the best choice. Yeah, like you just wait to see what Asus or gigabit or msi because like i i think i already saw like asus revealed uh their designs for the 380 390 and 370 and it's normal it's like the fans are on the front there's no stupid back fans (laughs) (laughs) um so nvidia is just like the company that is kind of at the forefront and then everyone else follows up right yeah i mean it's the same way like amd is the only other one that i can even think of to be honest uh oh it's the same way like they make cheaper cards. They're not as good almost ever. And if they ever match any kind of like higher performance of a NVIDIA card or NVIDIA card, uh, it runs super hot. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And then, so the the manufacturers like Asus, MSI, and, and Gigabit, they just, they buy like the graphics card part of, from NVIDIA or NVIDIA, sorry, Jeff. Um, <laughs> and they design like the case with the fans and the cooling. They like they do that on their own. Um, so usually, like you could sometimes you'll find like, oh, why is MSI card, uh, you know, fifty dollars more than the one from uh, NVIDIA? And it's usually because oh, we've we've you know made it so you can overclock it for 0.5 more gigahertz and and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, like I think I have is mine mine might be a gigabit I think. I didn't I buy yeah, gigabit. <laughs> I know mine is this obnoxious like uh, red dragon and yeah, as soon as soon, as soon as it came in I just peeled off all the stickers that said it was the red dragon. I was like this yeah. is so gaudy. <laughs> I think that's MSI that has like the stupid red dragon everywhere. 
Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, so I linked it in our news channel in the Game Sharks uh, Google Doc, but I don't know if you've seen it, Allie. That was it the Marble uh, Night. Mar- what was that video called? Uh, the Marbles at Night. Or Marbles something like at that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, the one they this ran like the tech the... demo. Did you guys see that? Uh, I, I didn't. Watched it, yeah. I didn't watch the video. I saw the uh, like the live stream. Uh, not even a live stream. Like you know, they do like a blog live stream. <laughs> yeah. I like watched one of those and they're like, here is a Marvel video, and I was like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to be getting out of this. <laughs> It, Jeff, just, Jeff, I accidentally put... linked a PC part picker for Allison's cousin's uh, PC build. I don't know how I managed that. Uh, so That's a classic Jeff. Yeah, feel free to look that over and tell me what you think. Uh, but yeah, if you if you look up Marbles at Night, it's it's just like um, proof of concept tech demo footage, and it looks like real life. It's pretty bonkers. I think if anyone listening. Uh, is very curious to see what the top end level of video games graphics is going to look like, or even like, I don't know, movie graphics for, uh, cause like they're I, talking about how, movies. um, yeah. Uh, what's the new, the newest I, I wanna, version of the, the, uh, I, I want to find it, but I don't know where it is and I don't want to search it cause you'll just hear like eh, that's my, fine. my keyboard going wild. So I'll just trust you. Yeah. Uh, it looks pretty bonkers. Um, and the one other thing that I wanted to touch on with these new graphics cards is going into the new generation of consoles with PS5 and Xbox Series X. People were kind of talking wow. about how, uh, oh, the the new consoles are going to be more powerful than PCs, and <laughs> and uh, like don't even worry about getting a PC right now. Just do this, and then uh, Nvidia reveals these new graphics cards and this tech demo, and basically yeah. it's like, hey, consoles go fuck yourselves because we are still going to be significantly powerful yeah. more powerful than you guys could ever hope to be it's just I'm that footage is incredible, right now right right but of course of course a graphics card costs more than a playstation 5 yeah, it's going to be probably like three times uh or it's gonna yeah it's gonna cost more than it but like for a full build of a strong pc it's gonna be three to four times the price of a ps5 you know to like yeah. achieve what that footage is showing um but it's still just, it's the little punctuation to be like, hey, we're still better than you and we always will be. Just when you <laughs> thought you caught up. Um, all right, cool. I think that's everything we wanted to talk about when it comes to the 3000 series graphics cards. So let's talk about the w- other one big thing that happened, which happened today on Thursday, no- uh, I almost said November, September 3rd. Uh, Derek, how are you feeling about the the super mario bros 35th anniversary direct that happened today as the the biggest nintendo fan here uh or mario specifically i just want to say that i told you guys that there was going to be a direct this week you did you sure did say there was going to be a direct this week Mm. i think i heard that i thought it was a joke though (laughs) (laughs) i believe you meant a regular ass direct no I i don't know if i said that specifically um Unfortunately, I think that podcast has been lost forever in time, so I don't <laughs> check. Um, Wait, no, wasn't it last week's? Last week's was lost. Those two weeks it was last week's. Was lost. Yeah. So I think it's it's on record somewhere. You can go listen to Derek <laughs> predict that there's going to be a direct. All right, let's go through this one at a time in the order that it happened, uh, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, the first thing was Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, which is coming to Nintendo Switch in February. 
let's see, 3D World was a Wii U game that came out in 2013. And this is its first time coming to the Switch, correct? Yes. I'm pretty sure. This, right? That's how old 3D World is? Oh, yeah, yeah, 2013. I played play on the Wii U still. What did you say, 2015? 13. 2013, 13, really? Wow. Yeah, it was very wow. early in the Wii U's life cycle. Um, yeah, for real. So, what's the hype level uh, for this? Has anyone played the original 3D World? Yeah, uh, I, I have. Played, uh, I played almost all the way through it. Yeah, I think I, I think I've played it maybe a little too extensively to maybe warrant rebuying it on the Switch. <laughs> I never finished it, so it might be a fun game to like, you know, just pick up and casually play. But uh, like, like I still have, I still have it for my Wii U. But now that this is on the Switch, it, it's like. There's no reason to have a Wii U anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> there, there hasn't been for a while, and they just keep digging its grave even deeper. Uh, so the Bowser's Fury part of this, no one really seems to know exactly what that is yet. Uh, I'm assuming it's some form of DLC. Maybe it's more levels. I can't imagine them doing anything crazy and reworking the whole game or like adding a whole new game you'd imagine it's just be my like guess, a world or two new right my guess is he gets to play as cat bowser <laughs> Ooh. cat bowser is it do you think you'll play as bowser in that's like the main focus of this new thing is you're playing as bowser in yes. 3d world I, that would be like on brand with how they've done kind of some uh like, like extras the, right like, like mario rabbits at the donkey kong dlc yeah mm-hmm. or like the bowser inside story game mm-hmm. wasn't that like all focused on bowser yeah that game we've uh swapped back and forth between playing as mario and luigi and playing as bowser also don't you play as bowser in or is that am i thinking of odyssey where you play as bowser that's odyssey yeah yeah that's you odyssey, play him okay. at the end of odyssey um so yeah that looks pretty cool after that we got the the game and watch with super mario bros on it <laughs> and i instantly thought to myself derek is absolutely gonna buy this no, I'm not going to buy, gonna buy this. It feels, feels like such a cool collectible thing that you'd want to have. It's a game nah. with Mario on it. I already have my my super uh, mini Super NES that has like all the Marios on them. So Okay. Uh, so Derek's but you not... can put this one in your pocket. It's true, you could. <laughs> Is it that small? Yeah, it's a Game & Watch. It's, it's, a like, Watch. Uh, it's about the size of a 3DS, I think. Or it's, it's like the bottom size of a 3DS. And it's also a watch. <laughs> Was it actually a watch? Is that? Why yeah, that was the, that was like a that was a big thing. They're like it also displays the time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like a, they made a point. Oh of it. my god. <laughs> um. All right. After that, we got the Mario Kart Live, which is this thing is don't insane. forget. Well, don't forget something? Uh, Super oh, Mario Bros. Thirty Five. Mario Bros. Thirty Five, which is basically like their Tetris Ninety Nine for Super Mario Bros. Yeah. Uh, it's a battle royale for Mario. It looks like you just mm-hmm. go through Super Mario Brothers, the original NES game levels, and as you get coins and kill Goombas and stuff, you are adding or decreasing time from other people's timers, and it's basically last person standing and wins. adding enemies to the other people's screens. Yeah, so it's just like a crazy... It's in the same style as Tetris 99, where you can see everyone around you, and you can select one of four options to where you're sending your your junk to uh yeah so that's pretty interesting i'll probably won't play it i the doesn't seem the as question, fun as the question i have and yes i am going to be that guy is what happened to mario super mario bros 4 through 34 <laughs> uh, 
Um, after that, <laughs> the Mario That's Kart it. Live Home Circuit. Uh, so this this thing is so cool. I want it, but I don't want to pay for it because I'm sure it's going to be pretty pricey. So it's what it is? Ninety dollars. That's How not many? terrible. Does yeah, that... and it, it's the game is free, but you have to pay ninety dollars for the the cart. Do you get one uh, or two? You get one. Oh, do you? Yikes. Is it like eighty bucks if you get Luigi instead of Mario? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. You just, you just paint him red. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so basically, they are remote control cars with of Mario Kart carts with the characters we've seen mario and luigi i don't know if there's going to be more and they have a camera mounted to the top and it comes with these four basically racing gates that you can place uh anywhere in your house and you do a trial run and you use the switch basically as the controller for this remote con- remote control car and it's a first person view from your cart and you drive through these these gates and then a track forms and you're basically playing mario kart in your house with little cars driving around and the, the track is your your living room i guess it's it's very cool i feel like you'll play with it once or twice and be like look how cool this is and then you'll never touch it again it's more of a novelty than anything else it's definitely a kid's toy and yeah. it's a pretty cool kid's it's toy it's such a cool to- i would have loved this when i was yeah. 10 years old this would have been the coolest thing on the planet um Maybe I'll uh, get my nephews and do it uh, and play around with them because like, it, it's I, so cool. I want to play it with like a 10-year-old. That's the way to do it. I wanted to know how the uh, – I saw like uh, inks and like uh, like the shells, but like they didn't really show what they did. You know, like if you get hit by an item, does the cart just like freak out? Uh, it stops. It just like stops in place. But uh, – and you have to like – if you were playing with two people, you have to drive around the other physical – car in front of you uh the one thing which is pretty cool it's so cool the one thing that bumps me out is because it's you're controlling this real life rc car you can't do cool drifting it's going to be one of the most rigid playing mario karts ever well maybe they'll give you like a speed boost like maybe they'll limit it at like 90 percent, and then if you like do a boost they'll be like okay coming off this will give you three seconds at 100 percent. that's That's what i think it looks it looks like it does have some kind of uh like limiter in it because I think during the trailer, uh he the driver the per- the person in the commercial gets a um a, a mushroom and they press the mushroom and the car like the cart is clearly then going faster so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm mm. sitting here debating: Do I want to buy this? I'm with 100 going to buy this. So oh uh, wait, <laughs> oh, yeah. if you buy it, I'll buy it and then we can get together and play it. Oh, okay. I, this is such a cool. It's like, so cool. I hope, I hope there's like maybe like the ability to do like time trials. I don't know. I just think about like how fun would it be to like set up a little course and then like your friends are over and you're like, all right, like let's see who can get the fastest time on my course that I just set up. All right. If you get it, I will. I will also get one. Uh, <laughs> let's see whose cat destroys it the fastest. <laughs> my cat is evil. She so will fuck with it the whole time. Uh, yeah. I call dibs on Luigi though. You have to get Mario. Damn it. Ha, sucker. <laughs> um, all right. After that is when we got the announcement that the original Super Mario All-Stars is coming to the Nintendo Switch online service, which includes yes. Super Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros. 2, Super Mario Bros. 3, and Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels. Um, you mean Super Mario Bros. 2? Yes. And we're getting Doki Doki Panic Mario Doki Madness. Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> um, this is really cool. I never yeah. owned this cartridge. Again, I never owned a Super Nintendo. Uh, and I've 
I've well, lightly. It was dabbled. on the Wii, also, right? Uh, what was this collection? Yeah. Well, I didn't I, own it then either. I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was on the Virtual Console, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember. I, I definitely remember a physical disc existing. Really? Yeah. Oh, actually, I think you're right. Andrew. Oh, it, it has like a gold star on it. I think. Yeah. I, yeah. Either uh, way, it's either coming way. to the to Nintendo Switch yeah. online, um, which is very cool. So you'll have access to all of these Mario games forever. It doesn't have World mm-hmm. in it though. Did the original? Oh, it was Super Mario oh. All Stars plus World was a Super Nintendo cartridge, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. And when you started off on the with like the checkerboard uh, title entrance, mm. right? Yeah. Okay, so this uh, this excludes World, but Super Mario World is already but yeah. On. World is already there, yeah. So that's okay. So that all of the the great Super Mario games from NES and SNES are now on your Switch if you pay for online. And then the creme de la creme, the big announcement that has been rumored and supposedly leaked for a while. It is 100% true. Super Mario 3D All-Stars coming to Switch on September 18th. So we are only two weeks away from this. Includes Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Derek, tell me your feelings. Oh, my God. (laughs) I am so excited that this is coming out. And it's coming out at a like great time i don't think there's anything else like coming got, out in the next few weeks I mean, we got avengers, avengers coming out tomorrow Hulk. yeah and but I, I don't think i'm gonna get that i thought you you were gonna get avengers and tell me if it's good yeah i'll get know. avengers and tell you if it's good jordan I'm, I'm on the fence that's we're splitting it i've heard the story's really good yeah it's for, marvel of course it is there yeah there's people who have their hands on it right now obviously playing for review and whatnot and uh a lot of just journalists are playing it a couple days early, and yeah, they're like, "Oh yeah, the story's pretty good. I'm enjoying it." And so I don't know. I just, I have no intention of playing that game long term. So maybe what I'll do is wait for it to eventually yeah. go free to play inevitably. Like, I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna play it to try it and see how I feel, and then I'll let you know. All right. Well, I'll borrow it from you at some point before the end of the year so I can actually try uh, it. You can't borrow a digital game, Jeff. Well, then I'll just have to come over and do some button mashing. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Uh, which of these three games in this are you most excited for? I want to know what everyone's thoughts are. Sunshine, easy. Okay, Derek. Any, anyone else? <laughs> I think I'm most excited maybe for 64. I think uh, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I would disagree with that. Uh, <laughs> I just I, I just replayed. Uh, do you guys play the port of Super Mario sixty four on the PC? No, the, the one PC? that's been getting all sort of crazy mods. Yeah, it is a dream. Uh, I just did it. I think in May, I got a hundred. I got, I did the whole hundred and twenty star thing. Uh, it was awesome, and I really can't see this being better than that by any measure. Uh, yeah, no, I I. I think you're on to something there. You probably you have a very good point. Yeah, uh, it's like it's per, like it works like in widescreen. The controls are so like smooth. Like it's just it's it's better than it was on the N64. And that's why you should buy a 3090. <laughs> <laughs> play Mario 64 with mods. Mario 64. Oh no, I mean I I, 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 still, I still have my uh, my 480, and it was at a. I think 144 at uh, with like the Odyssey mods and everything. Hmm. Oh, thank you. How, how is this game still able to be downloaded? Uh, do you want me to tell you how the Super Mario 64 thing works, like the PC thing? Yes. Yeah. Like, how is Nintendo not taking it like 
destroyed it, you know? So, I mean, discords are pretty hard to destroy. I've, oh. got, it, I've got it right here next to me. Uh, and then as far as the website goes, I just keep changing it, but they only po like, post about it on the Discord. Uh, okay. So, uh, so it stays pretty secretive as long as no one's like, hey, Nintendo, look at this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think as long... Because you, you have to compile it yourself. So as long as you're not like putting out like an EXE file out there for everyone to play with, they're like, right, whatever. Right. Because that's going to take out like 99% of people who are ever going to want to play it. Because they see like a GitHub and they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's cool. fun. Is everyone planning on getting this, the Super Mario 3D All Stars, on the Switch? Yes. Yes. No, I don't own a Switch. No. Oh. It. Not my, not my thing. No, that's fair. Uh, I think I'll get it and I'll slowly chip away at these three games. I have, yeah. I've never beaten 64. I've never played Sunshine, and I have beaten Galaxy, but only when it originally came out. So, I am the same, but Switch, Sunshine, and 64. I've never played 64. Hmm. I've never beaten Sunshine. And I've been wanting to replay Sunshine for a while and actually finish it. And this is a perfect vessel to do so. True. What were you going to say? If I, if I did have a Switch, I think I'd be most excited for Sunshine. Also, it's just weird that they didn't include Super Mario Galaxy 2. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I did think that was a little yeah. weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it, but at the same time, you're just like, well... I guess I won't play that one, or they'll just release it in a few. Yeah. Also, like I, don't, I don't know how well the controls will work, because I remember the Wiimote being super heavy in Galaxy. In the trailer, it shows the little cursor for like when you were pointing the Wiimote, so I'm not sure if you have to play it docked with attached Joy-Con, or if there will be a handheld mode where they kind of get rid of that, so, and maybe you can just use your finger or something. I don't know. Yeah, it works the same. It worked that way in Okami. Uh you could either play with the Joy-Cons, uh, you know, free and the Switch docked, or you could, there was just a button, you could use the control stick. So, on the eShop page, there's a disclaimer that, that's for Switch Lite owners, that says this game requires uh, normal Joy-Cons. So, I don't know if that's true. Oh. That's, so like, so why wouldn't they include, like, touchscreen parts for that, then? I, yeah, I don't. Nintendo. <laughs> because Nintendo. Because Nintendo. Yeah. Also, the, I don't. Why is the game apparently only limited for the next? Yeah, I was just about months. to about to say another because Nintendo is is that. Wait, which one's limited? 3D the All Stars. 3D All Stars. Wait, you can only buy it for a limited time. You can yeah, only until buy March thirty first, right? Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, now I definitely have to buy it. And I and it's a limited run of the physical edition, so there's only a, a certain amount of copies. That's oh. so smart. They just <laughs> gave it Jeff immediately. Yeah, they got He's me. Like, oh, I, I have did. to buy it now. Well, I was going to buy it anyway. <laughs> now I have to buy it. I know that uh, Mario 35 was only going to be playable until March 31st. Right. So something has to be happening around March 31st. And I have a theory. If you say oh, a new boy. Switch, I'm going <laughs> to slap you. <laughs> it's the Zelda 35th anniversary. Oh, new new Switch is definitely happening. Oh no! And then Zelda 35 is going to come out, and you're going to run into the uh, same issues cool. as the new 3DS. Yeah. Uh, the the new 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 new. The I mean, new, look, new the, Switch the Pro. Light, the light can't even play Mario. Yeah. I so I have zero That's faith. When Two will come out if they ever do a. Um, What's the Zelda game on the Wii? Uh, Skyward Sword port. It's not based on what we think with the Galaxy. However, there's not going to be, 
where you have to use motion control, it's absolutely going to be the same thing with um, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I will not get that. Cause That's okay. That wasn't a very good game. Screw the motion controls in that <laughs> game. Um, if it wasn't cent- centered around the motion controls, that game is fine. Yes. Fine ah! at best. Fine at best. I would disagree, but... Well, um, we also have Adam who says it's his favorite Zelda game and his favorite game ever. There's so. yeah. way too much filler in that game. Sorry, Adam. Mm, yeah, well, you know. Um, all right. <laughs> That's why it's fine. Let's move on. Did we want to take a break or did we just want to grind through this whole episode without any breaks? How are we feeling? We can, I can grind, especially if you have a draft coming up. Anyone? Derek, Andrew? I don't have to pee yet. So, all right, yeah, we're, if you have to get up at any point, feel free. We're not taking a break. We're going right into it. Allie, how you doing, buddy? Oh, how's it going? Long time uh, ex friend. Oh, I, I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. Um, so we're we're gonna talk about your career as a high school esports coach. I'm sure you're also just a teacher, correct? Yeah, I am actually a teacher. Okay, yeah, uh, that's what, where the career part comes in. Yeah, what, what do you actually? What do you teach? Uh, let's see. I teach cybersecurity and uh, graphic design. Okay, cool. Oh, um, cool. So I wrote down a kind of a list of questions here, and what I'm thinking we can do is I'll start with. So first off, we're going to ask you the big three questions that we ask every new guest. Uh, but after that, what we're going to do is I'll start with a question. And then we'll see where the conversation goes. And if it kind of starts to die down, I'll go on to another question. But we'll just see what happens. And, yeah, we're just going to talk and kind of interview you and see what it's like to be a high school esports coach. Sounds Uh, good. But we're going to start with the generic Game Sharks three mandatory questions. And we're going to start with, what is your first video game memory? Uh, It's it's pretty hard to, like, really separate them because I was really young. Uh, Because we used to have a, a conversion van that had a Nintendo Entertainment System in it. So that was pretty sweet. But at that point, I'm like four. So like, I think the Super NES had already come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you remember like you used to buy those like demo game carts and you could play like Double Dragon on it? For yes. Super Nintendo or for NES? For like Super Nintendo and like Sega. and Yeah. It's yeah, definitely like those, like going to Funko Land and then buying one of those like $5 game carts and then just playing those and then not turning off the Sega so like you wouldn't lose progress <laughs> the classic maneuver yeah it's great times and then your dog comes in like trips over the court everything freezes and you restart anyways <laughs> yep I really yeah. that. uh all right cool what is your favorite video game of all time uh, uh let's see favorite video game uh i think that maybe mario kart 64 or uncharted 4 Ooh. okay I know Derek is a big Uncharted 4 fan. I think it's like so perfectly polished. Oh, uh, yeah. And like, <laughs> like, I like loved Uncharted 2 and 3 was good. 1 was okay. Uh, but 4 was just like perfect. Uh, can I play Uncharted 4 without having played the other ones? Uh, yes and no. You can also just buy the, the $10 uncharted series (laughs) it's more so playing through four games because everyone speaks so highly of four and two also right yeah i mean i think two is better than three i didn't play the first one until after i played two okay i think i went two, loved it didn't play three because i was uh, busy in college 
And then when I got a PS4, I bought the collection. And I think you could you could probably skip one to be completely frank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe one day I'll check out the Uncharted series. It's definitely I, I recently fell in love with The Last of Us, so I have faith in Naughty Dog, and everyone speaks highly of it. So, uh, all right, last question: What's your Super Smash Brothers main? Oh, actually, uh, I'm not a huge Smash Brothers person, but whenever I play, I usually just pick Lucas. Uh, yes. Two. Okay. And then up smash. My God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my. Fuck you. <laughs> up uh, smash all day. That move is uh, insanely powerful. It's it's way too. And if you time it right, it's like guaranteed like fifty damage. Yeah. yeah. No. I love. I mean, I love it when I actually do land that move. But the reason I I now hate it is because when I play against computers. Any every Lucas computer just randomly throws out up smashes and somehow it works. He also has a pretty big grab range. Mm, with yeah. the little snake thing. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, and if you really want to be annoying, you just you just spam PK fire over and over again. And you say PK fire as you're doing it just to really, really drive the point in. Yeah, I know. I'll, uh, I I played it uh I used to play uh, brawl, like I'd, not, yeah, brawl, yeah. I'd emulate it on my computer, uh, like you know, right before spring break, and I just play it with my students, and I would just spam it the entire time. They'd be like, "Mr. Gregory, stop!" <laughs> it's a pretty fun time. Uh, gotta love beating on small children in Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Um, all right, cool. So let's uh, let's start talking about you as an esports coach. So what is your official title like what is because i know i played tennis in high school and we just called they were the tennis coach so what are you just the esports coach yeah i'm so i actually i also do another club too uh i do video production uh and animation oh, but cool. as, in regards to just esports i'm a coach i even get a stipend so that's pretty solid Ooh, uh, nice. but yeah this esports coach i don't have the kids call me that it seems weird uh, let's call you mr gregory yeah, Mr. Gregory or Greg or whatever they call me. Greg, I love uh, that. Um, <laughs> cool. So what games do you coach? And I know your main one is Rocket League, and we're going to talk about Rocket League uh, a bit later as a whole. But do you coach other games, or do you just focus on the one? So like we're talking about like actually coaching and like giving feedback. I can really only give feedback in Rocket League. But as far as like the coaching goes, I can I'm – I'm air quoting here – coach uh, like a couple different games. Last year was our first year we ever ran it, or like last spring. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and so we focused on just Rocket League, just because I was busy with my other clubs and I couldn't stay after school all the other days. Uh, but they also have like uh, Smite and League of Legends. I think they just expanded it to Overwatch and <clears throat> Fortnite, but I can't imagine that the schools will allow Fortnite or Overwatch, you know, with the whole shooting games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, most of the kids just want to play Rocket League. Uh, we had a couple really good kids couple kids and eh, not that great but that's okay and then i had like three kids that wanted to play smite uh and i was like i don't know anything about this and i've got 15 kids that want to play rocket league so we're gonna push that to the wayside <laughs> <laughs> so so there's just like one umbrella esports club esports team and then you kind of oversee all of it and like say you do have like five players for a league of legends team and they'll go off and play league of legends while you have people playing rocket league and other people so that's that's where like it kind of got a little tricky is because i had that other club which if i if we when i go back to school because we're still doing remote yeah uh, i'll probably abandon my film and animation and give that to the other guy uh and just be full-time uh esports and then i'll be able to do like smite and league and rocket league because they the way it worked was was i think it was 
on Thursdays, uh, you played competitively against other schools in Rocket League. And I may get the dates wrong. And maybe on Mondays, it was Smite. And on Wednesdays, it was League of Legends. Oh, but okay. I, those, those days were already busy with my other club that I couldn't actually run them. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it's exactly what you think. Like we, I think we have, I think we have 15 computers, uh, which is pretty, pretty sweet for my school to provide these, mm-hmm. uh, all with like 14, four or 1080p, 44 Hertz or whatever, like nice computers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just all Rocket League. Like I can, let's see, I actually have my old stuff up, but it was pretty fun. Like I really enjoyed doing it. The kids really liked it. It was really awkward, like split, like splitting kids into like different <laughs> levels because it's not like you have like varsity and junior varsity yeah so they're like this team's good this team is not good <laughs> so and you can't and you can't pair like a not good kid with a good kid yeah like in real matches like i'll do it in practice i'll be like okay like yeah you're gonna go play with the uh, jeff and Derek. you're gonna go play with dante uh like i can do that in practice but as far as game time goes uh it's got to be you know, the best of the best. So I'm going to compare a lot of this discussion to tennis because that's what I played in high school. So in (laughs) in tennis, you had however many people on your team, but you had 10 players basically that were your 10 key players. And you had first singles, second singles, third singles, fourth singles, and then a first doubles pair, a second doubles pair, and a third doubles pair. And basically your best player on your, your team is your first singles player. And they will play against whatever rival schools first singles player and then going down in descending order second would play against second and so basically you like the first couple practices of the year you would kind of do like a tournament or whatever to establish that ranking of players and then throughout the season in between matches just regular practices you could like challenge each other and whatnot and readjust that based on improving players and skill levels so do you have something similar to that where you have a group of three students and like all right this is our first team and then you have another group of three after that this is our second team they're not as good as the first team and so and then when you go to play other schools they would have a similar system is that something that exists or uh no it, that would be better but it, it can't really work uh like that because of, i mean a variety of reasons like we had we had four we had 15 people in the club and we had uh we had 12 years it was so we had four teams uh with some with three subs um and because we had four teams, I mean, I can go over to Waterford High School and maybe they only have one team. So I can't play against them because they only have the, the equipment for one team. Gotcha. But we can change. Uh, like if, if I see like a kid on uh, team two is getting better and better, I can be like, OK, I'm going to put you on team one for the actual game day. Like I can still move around my rosters uh, and make and like make changes. But I can't like we're never playing all one school. We'd be we'd be lucky to play two schools at the same time. Hmm. Like maybe I'd play two teams from Waterford, but the other times I'd be playing a, a kid from Warwick and another kid from, uh, you know, wherever. Yeah. Obviously, okay. obviously this is all in Virginia, so I'm trying to like <laughs> yeah, think back. Rhode Island. I'm like I'm out of. So. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. So would you say that the group of kids that you have is larger than most of the other schools you're interacting with? Because you said what you have twelve. Yeah, players? we had. Uh, it's the the website we go through is just truly atrocious. Uh, so I can't tell you exactly, but I would say that the biggest teams were four. So we were definitely up there with the biggest. But there was only like a handful of schools that had four teams. A lot of schools only had one or two. Okay. Um, 
So this isn't like an interscholastic thing where it's the schools themselves organizing. There's like a third party website that you're using. Oh yeah, it's truly, I'm hoping it gets better because it's truly just the world's worst website. Oh, that sucks. Okay. <clears throat> like, let's say, this is just a really rag on this company, Playverse. Let's say I'm looking at my Rocket League team and I go to click on schedule because I was on players. It'll, instead of continu- con- like continually let me look at the Rocket League team, it automatically switches back to the next thing on the list, which would be League of Legends. So I have to manually change it every single time I change whatever page I'm on. Like it doesn't save any filter you've made. And it's infuriating. Do you think if the like esports as a scene continues to grow and gets bigger in high schools, do you think it will eventually be incorporated into just the general like they would be up there with the level of the football team and the basketball team where it's just through the school system itself as opposed to having to do it through this third party thing? Uh, I don't think I can't see that happening just because you have like so much overhead and like it's easy enough just to buy in and be like, okay, like you're going to deal with our scheduling okay so like this play versus company does like for them i think for the most part like the entire us oh wow okay yeah uh but they definitely have like this was like their second season doing it so i think they hit like some real growing pains i'm, I'm hoping they like figured it out mm-hmm. uh i don't does anyone in this in this uh podcast play rocket league uh oh, yeah. I know Andrew is big into it. I know Derek. Actually, he said he was playing with you recently. I haven't played Rocket League in several years. I was lightly into it when it first came out, but never really got so like, into it. All right. So, like, I think Andrew would know this. So, like, when you play and you want to play competitively, you seek out East Coast servers, right? Because you're on the East Coast. Yeah. Well, they're based out of California, so they automatically set us to the West Coast servers. Oh, no. That's awful. So, like, you would be, like, ready to go up and hit the ball. You just make full contact. And the next thing you know, the ball's clipping through your car. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, cool. cool. <laughs> like that's something that needs to be fixed, especially in a competitive setting. Yeah. So you guys are in Virginia. Do you play against schools that are just local to you? Or are you playing against teams from around the country? Because like, is the, the pool of people of schools doing this big enough for you to keep it local or because everyone's pinging off these California servers anyways, does it ma- not matter and you're just playing basically everyone around the country? Uh, we are playing everyone in the in Virginia. Okay. Uh, and we, I don't think we played a single team twice. Admittedly, we got the season cut short. We were about three quarters of the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I don't remember playing a team twice. We played a school twice, but it was like their, their A team, B team, whatever. Gotcha. Um, oh, wow, I have so many kids tonight. I really wish I could find my like, old history, but I think it's gone now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think if we made it to if we made it to um, the playoffs, then we would play you know the top teams. And I think we had at the time the season ended, we had three of our four teams making the playoffs. Um, they for sure wouldn't have won because some of these kids were just insane. Mm. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, and then I think those kids end up playing nationally. Oh, okay. That's so cool. there's like a like oh. a basically a national championship for high school Rocket League at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean it's easy enough too because you can be like, I mean, it's probably, I'm sure like you'd probably find some issues going across like East Coast West Coast where it'd be like unfair advantage. Uh, couldn't tell you, didn't make it there. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean it, it eventually goes and they play out uh, nationally. Actually, I'm pretty sure that uh, Central 
Connecticut State University was the uh, was like the arena for League of Legends a year ago or two years ago for the at least for Connecticut, but I think the national uh, thing. So when, as far as as far as high school sports. So when you get to that level, are the people then congregating in a single location, or are the, all the matches still played over the internet? So playoffs, it's still over the internet. I think uh, I think for like getting to like the championships, I I think they do. Uh, let's go meet in Richmond, or let's go meet in DC and play at an arena there. Um, it's obviously not going to draw the same kind of crowd as like a professional game. esports players. So they're not going to rent out like you know Excel Center or Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden. <laughs> <laughs> but you know maybe they, get, maybe they maybe they get like the URI like basketball gym. I would yeah, go watch yeah. a high school League of Legends match. That would be awesome. I would absolutely do that. I mean, I, I mean, it, I really don't think there's that because it's feasible to see like a a professional esports player be like 15 years old. Mm. <laughs> they have so much time. Uh, one of my students, I remember being like amazed. He had 1,200 hours in Rocket League, uh, and we played a team. So he was a champ or a champ too. We had another kid that was a champ and a kid that was uh, maybe just fallen out of champ. Uh, so like really a high tier. And uh, we played a team with two grand champs and a champ too, and they just got pulverized. <laughs> like, not even fair. Damn. Uh, that's yeah. I could see. Uh, I guess I was I was gonna say I could see like bigger discrepancies in high school esports from like player to player, just based on how much they play to uh, like uh, traditional sports, basketball, soccer, tennis, whatever. But I I've ran into plenty of times, particularly me and tennis. Uh, I was the best player on my team, but I was not as good as a lot of the players on other teams. Right. Uh, I had a very losing record, so I'm sure I mean, the discrepancies are. You saw me in frisbee. I was the best player on that team. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah! At least you didn't tear your ACL. That was Titana. I know, <laughs> calling them out. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so, what is daily practice like for you guys? So, I'm assuming you you have your room where all your PCs are, and you go in and you have your team that you like. All right, you guys, you three are the best team. You three are the second best team, and going down to your four teams. So, what do you do? Do you mix up the teams and have them all like basically scrim against each other? Are you practicing specific? rotations and stuff like that or you just like okay just go play and we'll see what happens what's what's so, the general idea so i was telling you earlier that it, like sometimes i like to pair uh like the higher level with the lower level mm-hmm. but like also kind of messes up like chemistry so i don't like to do it that much like it like, you kind of like you get like this feel as a teacher you can be like okay this this kid's gonna be a good like a good leader i can lean on him to help me out because i can't possibly be everywhere at 15 kids like looking at everything yeah so like you can have like sometimes we're like me like okay I'm gonna rely on you know Derek to help out Dante or so would whatever. You, would you call like do you have captains of your team? Uh, no, I wouldn't have captains. I mean, we pretty much did like whoever had the highest rank. We would try to pretty much pair each other together. Okay. Um. So I'm not great at Rocket League. Like I think I've gotten uh let's see plat two and then fall out and go down to gold one and then bring myself back up to plat two and kind of. Just, <laughs> do that forever uh but i understand the game well i just don't know the mechanics like well enough to to do it whereas yeah. my students do so with like my lower levels my lower level students like kids that like barely ever play i pretty much just tell them to go out there and just yam the ball like just ball chase ball chase like just make sure you can hit the ball know where the ball is going to bounce off the wall and like that's that's never going to work at a high level yeah but it's going to tell them 
like pretty much how to read a ball. Uh, and then once they get better, you can start working in like rotations and you be like, okay, like you're here now mid goes up. Now you fall back to back post and you go back up. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to say more about that because it doesn't, it sounds like I'm rambling over the phone. Hey man, uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so like with those kids, I like the mid tier kids, like that's like the bread and butter. Like this is where you can improve. Like you can do this. Like you're, you're, you're buying into the ball too much. You're not clearing out when you're clearing out here. Maybe you should try to go for a bump. You know, open up your teammate. Um, and then as far as like the high tier kids, it's like I'll have them save their replays after the end of the game. And then we can kind of go back and watch it. And I'll be like, like, I'll see a kid who is a champ or a champ too. And, you know, he's up off the wall flying, like doing his flip resets, just in the air for like 10 seconds and like makes a decent shot on goal. But the better play would be to hit it to your teammate, like pass it to your teammate off the off the ceiling. He's wide open. Uh, classic i had to deal with plenty of those in soccer i was gonna say that's been like the advice for every sport in high school ever i had a soccer quick anecdote i had a kid on my team who would dribble solo like dribble the ball to the corner of the field and then he would be double teamed by defenders and then he would get like really mad and scream like help me and and we're like, you did this to yourself, dude. Right. Like you have all the skill in the world, but you're you're not utilizing the rest of the skill on this field. Exactly. So it's so what's nice about having them save their replays is that they can see it, and like they kind of eventually acknowledge that like maybe I should pass down, maybe not be so ball like heavy. Uh, and when they do, like, and when they get that chemistry down, like you'll hear it. Like the room is like it, it's so crazy because the room is quiet. And all you hear is just like down center, like clear, like, and it's just like the most concise communication possible with like the top tier kids mm-hmm. uh, that they eventually do get it. And like, they're, they really do just like, once you find like that harmony, they really just start like jamming the ball. Of course, they also have meltdowns, which is everyone in Rocket League where they just turn out they can never hold a controller, you know? <laughs> that's, that's me most of the time. Uh, quick side question Are they playing on controller and not keyboard mouse? Uh, we have one kid that plays on keyboard and mouse. Uh, the kids all like, I, I mean, I root them all the time because I mean, I know people do it. Yeah. Uh, I've tried and I look awful. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we play with Xbox controllers or maybe a kid brings in a DualShock controller. Um, but for the most part, I think there's only one kid that plays keyboard and mouse. But you let them choose what they want to play with. What's yeah, most I mean, it's whatever is most comfortable. Like we, we give them Xbox controllers. Well, sorry, we have xbox controllers for them to use okay if they choose to bring in their own ps4 controller that's fine gotcha all right i won't i won't let them play wirelessly that's the one thing i don't let them do that's understandable yeah yeah is there is there a notorious history with um wireless controllers and input lag for rocket league i know like it varies from game to game Um, i mean i just figure like why bother if like if you can avoid the input lag at any point yeah or like your battery dying for whatever reason like you know, just have it plugged in. Cool. Yeah, that makes makes total sense to me. Uh, what are some like weird things, weird issues that you run into as an esports coach that like a basketball coach or a, a tennis coach would never run into? Which like, what are the strange things about being an esports coach? So it's it's not strange when you really think about it, but it's communication entirely because we're playing in completely different areas, right? <laughs> and like we have different hours. So like my school gets out at two o'clock or two fifteen or whatever. Uh, but the school three towns over make it out at four o'clock. 
So they're like, okay, we just got out of school. Our matches are supposed to start at four o'clock. Like we're getting our kids on, we're getting our kids on. Like maybe their computers aren't working, their network's not working. Or maybe our networks aren't working because we, excuse me, had to download a Rocket League update and you have 15 computers downloading one update and your bandwidth just goes like to nothing. <laughs> so like these are all like little hiccups that you don't have to think about in other sports, right? You show up, like maybe your bus breaks down, like that's the most equivalent thing. But aside from that, you show up and you're like, okay, I have my cleats, I have my pads, you know? Yeah. Is there a, is there a basketball around here? Then good, we can play this game. There's just so many technical issues, and it's. I think it'll eventually get ironed out, but yeah, there's a, a lot of big things. The other thing is, like, Derek, aren't you in uh, tech? Like, don't you work in IT? Uh, I'm a software engineer. Oh, well, you know, I remember you used to work, you used oh, to yes. do, uh, yeah, yeah. I used to work for a school doing IT, yeah. Yeah, and they hate anyone messing with their networks, right? Oh, yeah. we. Uh, they wouldn't even really even let me, the head of IT, like do anything with the network i had to like call a guy who installed the network to to do things because like he was the guy that installed it yeah i mean our networks all run in-house and the it people are great but like they don't want to open up anything so like yeah we had to pretty much have like a complete separate like a little virtual uh LAN just for this one building or just for this one room in this one building. And like, I had like, it was, I had the key, the principal had key and the IT guy had the key. And not even the janitor had it. it like, Nothing can happen inside this room that you're not inside of. Wait, <laughs> so, so you have a particular room that is the esports room that no one else can go in? Yeah. Uh, it's actually kind of so cool. sad because it used to be a computer lab and I just took over it. And so like all the social studies teachers are just like, well, where are we supposed to go now? And I'm like, you guys all have Chromebooks. Why do you have to go to a computer lab? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's actually a good segue to my next question is what's it like with other teachers, older teachers who don't understand the concept of esports? Like I know I still struggle trying to explain to my parents what esports is. And I've been, they've been watching me watch it for like a, a decade now uh so like what's it like interacting with these other teachers who don't understand and like does the principal have a good understanding of what you guys are doing and he's like cool about it because i feel like it's still there's still plenty of people in the world who hear esports and they're like oh video games you slackers like is that an issue that you run into uh no i i think that like kind of stigma is kind of going away um especially I don't know if this is like completely true, but like parents are more on board because I think a lot of parents are okay with their kids not getting like hurt and injured, which That's is true. a lot harder. Also, they saw that sport. that kid win sixteen million dollars playing Fortnite. And they're like, son, <laughs> and like, That's, you go win great, me sixteen million dollars. That's actually one of the harder things. Was I remember some kids were like, I, I want my kid to be like working on school, and I'm like, this is school, but he also has a sport afterwards. Like he has to like they still have to maintain the same grades they need to have to play any sport. Yeah. Like most parents, most parents are on board. Uh, the principal was actually the one who pushed for it. He's pretty young. Uh, I, I don't know how old he is, but he's a younger guy and he's really nice. Uh, so that's great. Uh, and then as like, old, like other teachers, I think uh, I really like my school. Like the teachers that I work with are really nice. So like the kids get really excited to play esports, and it's like this brand new thing. And so like they see the excitement, and I think they're not trying to like rain on anybody's parade. So they're like, oh, that. Like, you know, Matt looks really happy. Like, he's really glad that he gets to play Rocket League later today. Mm. Uh, I've had teachers stop by and see it. And aside from, like, just those people mad, they were mad about the uh, – or upset that the lab was no longer fully accessible to them, I think everyone's, like, really on board with it. It's just, like, a new, a new thing. And I think they can see, like, yeah, you can 
potentially win a lot of money on this. You can really go to school about this. Like that's that's pretty <laughs> yeah, crazy. There's like scholarships <laughs> at colleges for it now and stuff. So, man, yeah, I mean, I even had my dad uh, watch. Uh, he watched some of uh, like uh, the virtual NASCAR uh, when it came back back in what March or mm. April. He watched a, a Rocket League game. He had never seen it play, and he was like, "I have no idea how they're able to move this fast." <laughs> like, I think it's like you can have like a wow factor of it. Yeah, and be like, "This is this is talented." Like, like that's really hard to do. Mm. Man, that makes me that makes my heart happy to hear that because I remember back in my high school, all I wanted like was for people to accept that, like, "Hey, I played video games. It was really important to me, and I want to like do stuff with video games." And everyone just poo pooed it, you know. So hearing that, like. Mm-hmm other people like older people and like people in charge are on board for this stuff now and it's becoming more of a mainstream widespread thing is really really cool to hear i'm excited about that yeah Yeah. i remember i did a my senior project in english class was to do a ted talk um and i did mine on esports uh and you could just tell from the atmosphere in the room that like 95 percent of the kids in there were just like get away from here like i I wrote a paper in freshman year of high school and it was like something stupid and it was really dumb but it was like who was going to win the next uh gen battle between the wii u uh xbox or the wii the xbox 360 and the ps3 uh Uh, and my idea of who's winning is whoever sells the most consoles uh because ultimately that's what the company really cares about yeah (laughs) uh and i like wrote through this whole thing and it was like all like well researched and like had like some pretty solid points as far as you know ninth grade writing goes and my my uh, teacher, who was pretty nice for the most part, just goes, "Yeah, but who cares about this?" Like, oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I'm, all right, my turn. He's like, to why tell... "He's like, why would I care about this?" My turn to tell my uh, video game <laughs> high school story when being rejected. Uh, I had a, I think it was tenth grade social uh, social studies teacher, and we were just doing a history project on just like he said, "You can choose." any topic we can talk about anything you want in history and like tell the story of everything it's like i want to tell the story of the rise of the video game industry and how it's become becoming one of like the biggest industries in the world and he just said no you can't do that and one <laughs> one kid did a, a, his fucking project on vlad the impaler and just picked, posted a picture of dracula in the center of his board and scribbled some stuff around it and i couldn't oh man i was gonna put in so much time and effort and i was so excited about it and he's just like no why don't you do yours on malcolm x so then I had to hey, go do hey, my Jeff, project. I, I Jeff, so... I noticed you're being a real loser here. Oh. Uh, let's it up. I was so upset with him, but um, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, Life I think that's. I think that stigma. I mean, it's still probably there, um, but I, I think for the most part, it's really starting to change. It's, it's just becoming a lot more mainstream. I'm sure they probably saw a lot of it too as the quarantine started and they were looking for anything. Yeah. I mean, I think even like I remember NBA players. I thought I had like this. Like I love basketball. I thought I had this like great idea, and I was like, "How great would it be if the NBA players, like the top UK players, just played each other, like on teams, like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, like play against you know Steph yeah. Curry and Clay Thompson? Like, that'd be like a blast." And I'm like, yeah. mm, "Some of them are probably really not good." <laughs> <laughs> then it doesn't matter if Steph Curry's injured; he can still win the championship. There you True. Go. <laughs> um, that basically runs the gambit on all my questions. Andrew, Derek, did do you guys have anything in particular you wanted to ask Ali about in regards to being an esports coach for high school? Uh, so, so it's mainly PC focused then. Yeah, that's the that's the real bummer is that it's only PC, uh, and you can't use PS4, and that's just because of how Play Versus does their invites. Maybe they'll change yeah. that in the future, but. 
Yeah. Well, the reason that I bring that up is because I would absolutely love it if kids in your school got into Smash. Oh yeah, that'd be a blast. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Uh, like because you're saying you you know uh, emulate Brawl and play it, but if you get the kids who are actually really into it, because in my high school, I remember there were a couple kids who I didn't talk to. Uh, who are a couple years older than me, and I was wearing a Project M sweatshirt, and they passed by me in the hallway. They're like, "Yo, nice Project M sweatshirt," and I was like, "Hey, thanks." Like, yeah. it, it, so like the out of all my entire school, like me and these three other kids are like the only people who knew what Project M was. Yeah, that, that's actually probably one of the cooler. Uh, that's the Smash Bros. Uh, mod, right? Yeah, yeah. That's probably one of the cooler things about it is that you have like kids that probably wouldn't talk to each other. Like they, I, I have I have kids that are uh, like real like like physical athletes. I think yeah. that's the right way to say it. Uh, and then they also still like they're on the soccer team, but they still play Rocket League. Um, yeah. And then you have kids that like would never play a sport. And so like you're getting like like a community just between them because they're on the same team uh, that would otherwise probably never be together. Yeah, I remember uh, I have a couple of friends, you know, past high school that I only talked to because I was like, oh, you play League of Legends? Like, I'm me too. So it's definitely a good way to, to just bring people together in general. Yeah, and you can do it casually, which is really nice too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, I wanted I wanted to say, like, that I wish that I had something like this in, in my high school. But I'm definitely not good enough at any of the games to have been like you know, on a team. I wish I had esports back in high school like so badly. Oh man, that would have been so fun. Either like League or Smash or something along those lines. I would have enjoyed it so much. Uh, yeah, but the alas. closest the closest that my school got was in my freshman year. I helped set up a Magic the Gathering club, uh, but that was it was pretty shoddily run. Uh, it was run by my friend Scott, who had hip surgery like two times, so he was co- constantly in a wheelchair and dealing with that. Uh, and he was just a horrible organizer. <laughs> so it, we were supposed to have tournaments and stuff that were run in in house, and uh, it just never happened. So, Derek, do you got any questions for Allie? Uh I don't think so. I just it's just like really cool to like see this happening and like. Yeah, like it's awesome to hear about it, and like like Ali was saying, like it's cool to that this is like a bridge for for kids who like would never hang out, like you know, because like some of them are job, you know, play sports and do shit like that, and other kid, you know, kids that play video, like that's not unless you're a kid that plays video games and plays sports, you're never gonna hang out with the kids that play sports. But now, like you have yeah. that uh, kind of meet in the middle thing uh i i mean i can't imagine bringing this up uh like 10 years ago when when we were in high school like hey you know let's try to could we make an esports thing for i don't know whatever i guess esports weren't really a thing like we we had a hard enough time just getting a sponsor for the indoor frisbee club we get someone to come watch us play frisbee for 45 minutes (laughs) 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 which i think our school actually did have a video game club which but those were like the really nerdy kids and we didn't we didn't want to do that (laughs) (laughs) perfect because i'm pretty sure that they just played smash and and stuff like that uh but yeah, that it's it's cool. It's cool to, to hear about. I don't think I have any questions. Okay, cool. Uh, 
Cool. Well, then, is there anything, any last things you wanted to say, Allie, that we didn't uh, ask you about that you just kind of want to get out there about what you do yeah, and why I you mean, love it? I'll, I'll say this in case anyone who is listening is actually has the opportunity to start one, is that uh, you can always ask to start this. And I think you'll find administration pretty willing, especially now due to the, the current climate with COVID and everything, willing to be like, oh, we can surely try to start this esport thing and maybe you'll get like like i know i have some students that can play smite from home because that's definitely where they play it and they play it on a computer uh, and i'd have to reach out to them and just get them to play it like <clears throat> i want to say play versus opens it up to say that you can work from home or have the students play from home um it's just not many students have access to it um but if you want to start this up like there's ways to find funding for all these things and then when you find it you got to just make sure you just you know, sell it as much as you can. Be like, wow, thank you for doing this. Like really put everyone else up there uh, and like just get it out there as much as you can. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for talking about this with us. It's, it's, it just makes me so happy to hear that this is a thing and it's succeeding and getting bigger as time goes on. Uh, it sucks that COVID happened when it did because it sounds like it really put a hindering to getting that ball rolling for you. But hopefully when things inevitably get back to normal, it can continue to get better and maybe we'll have you back on and couple years and give us an update on how things are going your team makes it to the the world championships or whatever i think they're adding a new level of rocket league and i don't remember what it's called but it's paths grand champ oh really oh man yeah i just read about it today i think well hot damn speaking well, of which unfortunate because i'll never get past plat <laughs> sounds like it's time for us to That's move life. on to the megabyte trivia section of the podcast Allie, are you ready to partake in trivia with us? Sure. How do you? How should we do this? All right. So the way that we, the way that we do this is it's kind of just like an honor system. Uh, we what we do is uh, I usually have someone when it's in person. We have like a whiteboard or a pen and paper or your phone, and you just kind of write down your answer just as a a, a little bit of a fail safe. But when we're online like this, it's all on our system. So I'm going to call on someone. I'll read the question, give everyone a little bit of time to think, and then call on someone. Usually I call on the person that I think is least likely to get it right uh, first and then go in descending order. So you're with the theme of this trivia being Rocket League. I'm going to have you go last oh. every single time. Oh, I'm probably going to get these questions wrong. Uh, well, hopefully no one from your, uh, your team again, listens to this then. Jeff probably underestimates my knowledge of. I know you know a lot about it, uh, yeah. but Ali's also a coach for it, so it's true. Uh, I think the the first two questions real gimmies. Sec third question not bad. Question four pretty hard. Question five, fuck if I knew that. So ready? We're gonna get into it. Uh, question number one: What is the highest achievable rank currently in Rocket League? Uh, I, I, I believe Ali has said this three or four times throughout the episode. <laughs> 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 so we're gonna go right into this one Derek what is the highest available rank in Rocket League uh, I believe it's Grand Champion Andrew uh, the, as far as I've been able to tell there's no ranks past Platinum but <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Grand Champion Allie. Uh, it's Grand Champ it is in fact Grand Champion so everybody scores a point question number two what is the standard time length of a game of Rocket League. So when, when you hop into a game in competitive mode and and the thing says go, what is the starting time at the top of the screen? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go with Derek again on this one. You all are pretty prevalent Rocket League players, so I, I this shouldn't be too hard. 
So what do you think, Derek? I think it's three minutes. Andrew? I think I'm wrong, though. Five minutes. Allie? And it's five minutes. It is, in fact, five, five minutes. Five minutes? I wow. Of Rocket. Derek, you've been playing too much Fall Guys. I think Fall Guys minigames, like timed ones, are three minutes. Or two minutes. <laughs> or three minutes? Something, Something like I that. Got, I got two wins, baby. Oh, oh damn. damn. He's killing it. Back to back. Question number three. When was Rocket League released for PlayStation Plus subscribers? Oof, so this was like the initial release date of the game. Its big thing was that it was on PS Plus for free for everyone. That's how it got into so many people's hands. Got oh, as big so as it like, did. So like basically, it's basically release date what's its release date? Yeah. Okay. So when, do you want year or day or? I'll give you guys a month if you or a point if you can get the month and the year, and then I'll give you two points if you can get the exact day of the month. Oh wow! I was hoping it was just the year. <laughs> Sorry, year's too easy because you can just kind of mentally backtrack to the year. Um, so we're going to have with Andrew go first with this one because his is younger, you. so he had less memory. Andrew, when was Rocket League released? Um, 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 um. I yep. want to say uh, June 2015. Do you want to? June 7th. Okay, Derek? Uh, I'm gonna. I said June fourth, twenty fifteen. Allie, uh, I'm gonna go with August twenty fifteen. And as far as dates go, isn't it at the start of the month? So let's go the first. Isn't that when it comes out? Or fourth? Uh, unfortunately, none of you get points because it was July twenty fifteen. Oh, and Andrew, God. Andrew, uh. you're gonna kick yourself. It was July seventh, twenty. God fucking damn it! <laughs> you're so close. Uh, so oh, no, I just remember it being during the summer. It was, That's I, all I, I remember it I just, being summer. I, I was like, well, they came out with Fall Guys in August, and that was a really good release. So like, maybe they keep August as the good release month. <laughs> uh, everyone was close, but no one nailed it. So no points oh, damn. there. Question number four, which esports organization is the current defending champion for the Rocket League Championship Series? Oof. Fun fact, the 2020 season was canceled. So this is the winner. They do a, a championship series every half year. So this is the 2019 <laughs> December champions. Who? What team is the oh, reigning God. champions? I don't know if uh, your, all your players, Ali, follow the professional scene, if know anything about it, or if you do yourself. Uh, I actually don't follow it that much. I, I watch it live sometimes when I like go to start Rocket League, but I know this answer because this is why my dad watched it. Oh, and, oh, yeah, sorry, he, watched, he, watched the, he watched the replay of this, I'm pretty sure. So, so I'm pretty sure I have this answer. Okay. We're going to start with Derek because I feel like he knows the least amount about esports, esports. and esports organizations. <laughs> Uh, I said uh, TSM. Andrew? Dignitas? Uh, Allie? I'm pretty sure it's Energy or NRG. It is NRG. Oh, Energy was my other guess. I don't know who they played against, but Dignitas I know is a really good team, and I know Cloud9 has a pretty good team as well. But Energy are the defending champions, so good job. Yeah, I remember watching Squishy Muffins and Garrett or whatever his name is. It was pretty good. All right, fifth question. I personally think this is a very hard question because, you know, but here we go. Question number five. Rocket League is, League is filled with tons of different arenas to play in, but what is the name of the original arena launched in the game? 
know. I don't remember those. I don't know if uh, arenas have any sort of competitive play to them, Allie. Uh, and if there's like a, if you just pick they them at random they, or if they, there's a selection. Com- com- competitively, you all use like the same, like two arenas. You don't use the ones with like the high, the high sides. Okay. Uh, I just, I can't remember the, the main one. This, I remember this really Wasteland tricky. used to be big. Oh, Wasteland was big. Yeah, and they changed it though. All right, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna be looking for answers, so we're gonna come to you first, Andrew. Why? Because I chose uh, you. What is the name oh, of the initial? Feel blessed. Uh, Hatfeld Stadium. Derek. I said just stadium. Just J U S T. Well, <laughs> stadium is my uh, answer. All right, Allie, what is your guess? This. I'm going to take a guess here. I feel like day is in it, but I think it's just daytime. Uh, let's go with best day stadium. <laughs> the correct answer is DFH Stadium. The stadium was actually named after the CEO of Psionics, David F. Hagewood. So, yeah, it's a very obscure name. Uh, but, yeah, the, all the other ones are much easier to remember. There's, like, uh, like you guys said, uh, what was the Wasteland, Wasteland, Utopia Coliseum, Manfield, New Tokyo. Like, the other ones are all easy to know. This one is a very tricky uh, name to get. Uh, but with three points, Allie is our winner of the Megabytes Trivia. Congratulations. Nice. Undefeated. Nice. Undefeated. Uh, yeah. Yes. Huge opportunity missed to have us name the game that Rocket I was expecting that question. See, me too. Because I knew you all were gonna know it because it's such a like pivotal thing. So I didn't have put you, it in there. Did you like? Have you looked back at videos and like seen people play it? It's just so insanely slow. Yeah, I haven't. It's, it's crazy looking. Uh, all right, tiebreaker question for fun. According to Twin Galaxies, the head of video game high scores and world records, what is the most goals scored in a single competitive game of Rocket League? When you say competitive. It's uh, not professional. I think in like a ranked game. In a ranked game? It just. Uh, well, it's probably against me. Uh, <laughs> you can just fire off answers because right, it doesn't what was matter. The, what was the highest goals against that you've had, Derek? <laughs> Uh, probably like something like ten. Yeah, ten. Uh, yeah, um, and like if when I played like one v one, okay, it just got destroyed. What about you, Andrew? What's your guess? Uh, forty-two. Allie, got a guess? I, I'm gonna guess thirty-three because it's probably just people smurfing. Are you ready to have your minds blown? It was a hundred and forty-one. Yeah. Oh. I imagine it was probably someone against some AFK people. Thing would start. They would just run into the ball, hit it into the goal. Uh, yeah. Start hit the ball and, and like that's what I I'm just, assuming. It I, was. I I can't. Even, that does that still doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah, that's insane. It's, it's five minutes. Let's do some math. Five. It takes like eight, it takes like four seconds for the ball to go to the goal from uh take up from uh face off, doesn't it? Yeah, something like that. Like so at least two divided by one hundred forty one. It that's a, a goal every two point one two seconds. Okay, and I those people are fucking clinically insane like 
I hate it when people just score endlessly against AFKs because you have to watch the goddamn animations every single time. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's like 10 seconds or 9 seconds. Yeah, and I'm like, just finish the game. Yeah. I, Although I, I guess in that case, it would only be 2.2 seconds or 2.1 seconds. So All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Game Sharks podcast. Ali, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. We really appreciate it. Uh, it was really great to hear all you had to say about being a high school esports coach. Uh, well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Uh, you are always welcome here on the Game Sharks. You can find us on Instagram at Game Sharks Podcast. You can find our website thegamesharks.com and you can send us an email with any questions you have or any trivia that you want me to ask the guys at gamesharkspodcast at yahoo.com maybe send us your high school uh, teacher being mean to you about video games story because <laughs> everyone seems to have one um, but thank you oh, very much it was much. never my teachers no it was oh man it was it was only my peers see i got it from teachers uh thank you like it was like if you played video games and did other things, you were cool. But since I only played video games, I wasn't cool. <laughs> uh, okay, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Game Sharks podcast. And with that, we are Finn. I did it. Oh, oh, <laughs> we're sticking nice. with it. You got the shark fin joke in there. How did, did it work? Is that a good? Yeah, it really it, landed. Did it land? I think <laughs> I, I think we nailed it. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said we are Finn. We are Finn. Oh, oh, you did it! I did it. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, I all completely right. did it. <laughs> okay, we are actually Finn. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it together. All right, all right, we're good.